Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen Curry up top, fires a three. In and out, no. Pajemski the rebound. Step wide open, rhythm dribble. Three is good. And that might be the one that closes the casket on the Wizards. This is Stephen Curry, and you're listening to The Morning Rose with Bonte and the Butcher on 95.7 The Game. Sounds like Greek music. Is this Greek music? More Madonna. Madonna? I have to audible. It's good and bad. It's good and bad. I don't know what that is. This is hung up. Hung up. Dude, just, will you please Google top Madonna songs? This is one of the ones that comes up. Does it? Yeah. Right. What is the name of the song? It's called Hung Up. I don't know the lyrics of this one, but. Yeah, that's. <laughs> when does she sing? Well, no, we just play the the, the bed. We don't play the. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's, this is uh. <laughs> but that has a song called Quavo. Really? I don't know if you know about the Migos, FP. I think they're one of the greatest bands of all time. <laughs> Who? Migos, man. Amigos. Migos. Migos. Come on, man. Bad. You ever hear the song Bad and Bougie? No. It's Bad and Bougie. We Come have on. like Vogue, Like a Prayer. Express yourself. Borderline. I think that was one of her first ones. Anyways, Madonna was at the that, Chase Center last night. If you missed it, yeah, that's, yeah, why, that's we're why we're Madonna playing Madonna. Buffer she's Reed. at Chase t- last she night is, and tonight. Is she really? And tonight. So she's in town. Four decade celebration tour. Can, can, can we book her? Can we get her on? She, she might be Madonna sleep right now. Is she a roaster? She might be sleep right now. No. You know, bad at boozing the song. You, when, you get up at like. You get up at dawn when you're older, don't you? Don't you? You know, sleep less. She's up. I'm trying She's to sleep listening. more. I'm trying to sleep more. I got a good sleep score last night. Did you? I did. I, Do you I, have an aura ring? 
No, I don't have the rig. I, I wear a mask. I have the uh, CPAP machine. It's changed my life. How do you score your sleep? One to 100? Uh, yeah, it scores it one through 100. Bad and bougie. This is bad oh, and bougie, Migos. Right. You know uh, this. Yeah, come on, okay. come on, FP. You've been in the club, yeah. man. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing, man. Migos, man. Bad and bougie. Look at Love and knock his head. Come on, now. My, my number one song right now is Murder on the Dance Floor. <laughs> I can't get wow. enough of that song. I play it all day. <laughs> so the sleep score is one out of... Uh, 100. What was your sleep score last night? 94. Damn, dude. Got a great sleep. Did you get drugged good. up? Did you take something? No, I didn't take anything. I didn't take anything. Melatonin in? No, no melatonin. I don't, I don't do that. No melatonin. I took melatonin last night. I got to take something to sleep. Melatonin worked for like two days and I was done. Yeah. It was like, it doesn't work. So you just put a ma- your mask on? Put the mask on, close my eyes and just... Try not to think about anything. Oh, that mask is super romantic, I bet. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works after the romance. <laughs> after the romance. You look like they, a, they put your mask on. You're like you're like a fighter pilot going to sleep yeah, over there. There you go. <laughs> hey babe, put your put your mask on. <laughs> after romance and after all the rose petals in bed and everything. <laughs> just <laughs> here's a mask. I'm jealous. You should be jealous. I'm jealous. You should be jealous. I'm jealous that you sleep. Uh, A-Rod messed with Madonna, too? Damn, everybody's had a crack at Madonna. Damn. She's been around the block, man. By the way, download the free Odyssey app and listen to 95.7 Game wherever you go. Catch every Warriors game live on the app, along with all the music and news the Bay Area needs. Catch amazing interviews you missed, like George Sedano, Joy Willard, and Dibs on Monday. Uh, we got Bruce Fraser coming up at the top of the hour. Anthony Slater, 8.30. Brad Graham at 8.30. At 9.20, Brad Graham, of course, covers the 49ers. He's in Indianapolis covering the combine. We'll get to John Lynch in just a second here as we're rolling with the Warriors. But you asked me a question, FP, before the break, and I want you to reiterate that question. Well, that I, well, Draymond, I mean, Draymond, Clay coming off the bench. He seems real comfortable with it. You guys did a great interview. It said it relaxes him. I want to know uh, his defense after all the, the injuries he's had, to me that seems like the part where he's exerting the most energy. Mm-hmm. Can he exert less energy on defense coming off the bench against another team's second team versus maybe guarding one of the opponent's best players? Or is that just a silly question to even think about? No, it's... Look, defensively, he's not the same guy. He's not the same all-ball defender. He's not the same off-the-ball defender. There's no secret there. And when he's in that starting lineup next to Steph Curry, obviously Steph Curry's going to take on the lesser role defensively to save his legs and also because he's not the best defender in the world. You know, when everybody gets on Clay Thompson for his defense, I'm looking at the same thing. There's a lot of guys who don't play defense on his team, but we single out certain individuals for whatever reason. I don't know. But Clay's not the same defender whatsoever. But there were times last night, for example, he did defend Kyle Kuzma. He was trying to cover Kyle Kuzma. Now, he can't do it for four to five minutes at a time, but if he could steal a possession or two here and there, that's fine. Now the Warriors also dropped into some zone, some zone defense last night. Defensively, Clay's not the same guy, but in the post, when he's not on the perimeter, if he's guarding in the post, his lower body's still strong as hell. So if guys try to post him up, he's still a very able defender to defend those post ups and defend guys on the block and be able to box out at a high level. So is he the same defender FP before the injuries? Hell no. But play. Clay still is able to play defense. He's still an average defender. Like this whole precipitous drop defense. Oh man, he's so bad defensively. He's still better than Steph Curry. Still plays better defense than Chris Paul. At times, he still plays better defense than Jonathan Kamigo, who gets lost at times. So on a team that doesn't play defense as well as other teams in his league, 
It's just kind of crazy to me that we just see a lot of Clay say, oh, he's terrible defensively. Andrew Wiggins was awful defensively the first three and a half months of the season. Now he's picked it up recently, and hopefully he comes back soon and deals with he, with what he has to deal with. But come on, man. This whole team does. Even Draymond Green is not the same defender, FP. Jokic just dropped 32 16 I get he's the best player in the world, but it wasn't even close. And that's fine if he isn't. I'm just saying... Does he spend less energy on defense coming off the bench than he would as a starter? Uh, I still think he's going to defend at a high level. I mean, uh, but, I think you still have to, because guys on the second unit are still going to come at him. Right. So you're going to exert a lot of energy. There's no right. resting and hiding on defense. I think for a guy like Clay, you can rest on offense by just standing in the corner, standing on a wing, and being out there as a threat without moving your legs much. But defensively, he's going to have to spend as much energy as everybody. I mean, whether it's the second unit or not. Now, can you hide them on certain guys here and there? Absolutely. There's a non-scorer on the Wizards' second unit. Sure, maybe I'll hide Clay Thompson on them, and you can steal some rest here and there. But FP in this league, man, it's a lot of guys who could score. There's a lot of skilled players offensively. It's not much you can do defensively to try to hide and save energy. So 30-27, and 123-112 win last night. Six-game Road win streak. They're ten and three in the month of February. How are you feeling right now about the Warriors and their chances to go deep into the playoffs? Has it changed since the loss to the Nuggets? No, I know it's the Wizards and they suck and they. But it's a road Look. win. They're rolling on the road. The whole the whole dynamic of the bench with Clay and Chris Paul has got me intrigued. Dude, all of a sudden, that's scored. made stock go up for me. What I saw last night and Moody too. Like, I know it was the Wizards, so I, yeah. I don't want to get too carried away. Let me see, 46. The bench dynamic with two Hall of Famers coming off the bench, I saw it in play last night in action. It was against the worst team in the NBA or one of the worst teams in the NBA. So, granted, but that dynamic to me has me feeling more positive about things than I did against the Nuggets on, was it Saturday, Sunday? Yes, yeah, Sunday. Uh, the bench has been third in the league when it comes to scoring scoring points per game. Last night, the bench outscored the Wizards bench 59-15. to um, they the were Wizards, good, but they got better. Right, right? They got better because Clay Thompson did that firepower. Now you're more explosive coming off that bench. Like your bench was good. Now you got an explosion because we know Clay could detonate at any moment. We saw it in the first half Sunday against Denver. We saw it last night. He could detonate at any moment to change the basketball game. There's not many players who have that ability. That's why, to me, and, and shout out to Joe Shasky, I love him. But when he brought up Kyle Corver, you know, he mentioned Kyle Corver in the same sentence as Clay Thompson a couple seasons ago. I go, that, that's just disrespect. And Kyle Corver's a good player. I'm not trying to disrespect Kyle Corver, but there's levels to this. I mean, we're talking about Clay Thompson, who was a lifetime number two option, right? Now he's had to take a step back, but he was the number two option for many, many years, if not the third option because of Kevin Durant. He's, but he was right there. He's a future Hall of Famer. A future Hall of, Kyle Corver. No. Come on, man. Like, we're talking about a three point specialist as opposed to one of the better two way players before the leg injuries. Like, that, it was disrespectful. It's just there's levels to this, you know what I'm saying. But now you add this explosive score off the bench, so now your second unit when Steph Curry does sub out, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson in the backcourt, that's deadly. That is deadly in a playoff series. That is scary. So do I feel better about them making a deep playoff run than I did a couple days ago? I don't know. Can they move up in these standings, FP? That's the key to me. Right now they're ninth. They're ninth in the standings. They just leapfrog the Lakers. They're ninth. If you could get into the 7-8 range, now you're three and a half games behind the Phoenix Suns, you're four games behind the Pelicans. Can you theoretically get in the top six? Maybe, 
But you got to, over the next 25 games, you may have to go 20 and 5 to get to that top five spot. Legit. Can they go 20 and 5? I don't know if they can. You got three games against the Mavericks. You got a couple against the Lakers. You got a game, I think, against the Pelicans. You see the T-Wolves again out in Minnesota. It's going to be tough. Going to be tough. You still see Orlando out in the East. You still see Miami in the East. You still see Milwaukee. You still see Boston. You see the Knicks. So it's going to be tough, FP. It's going to be tough to get into this top five, but four matters. And if they're going into March, it's like a college basketball team going into the tournament, right? They were in a conference tournament. They won a couple games before the conference tournament. All of a sudden, they're rolling, right? You get to the tournament, you're a four seed. It's like, boy, you don't want to play that four seed. Well, if you're the Warriors and you're going into the playoffs or even to play in at a high level, then, yeah, maybe you can make a deep run. Maybe maybe you can because I still feel like this, FP. I still feel like this. And I know I'm long-winded here. No, I still ahead. don't fear any team in the Western Conference. I'm not saying the Warriors are going to win the championship, but this is not a team that I'm saying that that I wouldn't be surprised if they did beat the seven. Like, if they beat the Nuggets in the seven-game series, would I be surprised? No. If they beat Minnesota in the seven-game series, would I be surprised? No. If they lost to the Nuggets or the Minnesota, would I be surprised? No, because I do. That's the respect to Steph and his team and the championship pedigree. But four matters. If they go into the playoffs hot, look out, man. If they could get to the seven, six range, you're playing OKC, and then we got to see the injury on Anthony Edwards. How serious is that? Maybe you got a shot to make a deep run, FP. Maybe. Well, you got to tighten some things up. The turnovers come to mind, number one, and then playing consistent defense, number two. But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It, I don't see them beating the Nuggets in a seven-game series, though. I guess that anything could happen. It'd be tough. They haven't beaten them this year yet, and they haven't beaten them in a while yet. So that that might be their kryptonite. But like like I said, reiterating, like I I feel better about them not because they beat a team they were supposed to beat mm-hmm. on the road, but the way the bench dynamic with two Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers coming off your bench, right? To have that luxury as an organization, as a team, to have that dynamic. Pajemski, to me, might be getting a little overexposed right now. I might, might be a little harsh to say that on air. Maybe. He, just, he had you, some open looks last let me night. Ask you this. He's not a scorer. He's, he's a basketball player right. in, in, in a lot of different ways, the rebounding, the hustle, the defense, uh, but just the score. He's got a score for me to be, I don't know. Nah, just do the little things. He's got enough scoring out there. I mean, look, he was 3 of 8 last night. Obviously, he's struggling with a shot a little bit. He had the two turnovers. Just play the right way. Now, are you a plus-minus guy? No. Okay, that's good. I like you. Even I'm a more yes now. or a no guy. Yeah, I like you even more now. But the, Either the F, plus yes minus, or, F yes or F well, no is my whole Let me tell life. you right now, the plus minus geeks, this is why plus minus is a joke to me. This is why, exactly why it's a joke to me. Clay Thompson, we're talking about him. He had 25. He was explosive last night. Plus minus said he was a plus four. Moses Moody, who we all think had a good game, right? Well, I thought Moses Moody had a good game. Yeah. He was a minus four, right? Kavon Looney, who played 10 minutes, was a plus 20. I mean, Brandon Pajewski was a plus 14. This whole damn thing is skewed. Plus minus is a joke. It just tells you everything What's about it that. based on? When you're out there on the floor. You do a good thing, you get a, points. a start. Yeah, yeah, like if you're with a unit, you outscore us. You have a stretch where you outscore a unit by five points, you're a plus five during that stretch. All right. And it's, it's, I, I'm not a plus minus guy because you, you just – could be playing at garbage time. You're playing with a bunch of dudes who don't know how to play. You got to score by eight. Then all of a sudden you're a minus eight. It's like, wait a minute, I'm cooking right now. Well, I, I, don't. I, I don't know how that works. I do know what my eyes told me last night is Moses Moody is ready to play. He made some big shots. 
He made some great plays on defense. He had a great attitude and great effort last mm-hmm. night, and he helped his team win a game. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, I'll just give him a yes. There you go. Instead of a no. Uh, but Bonte always been a Hall of Famer, yes or no. It doesn't, it doesn't, my, my thoughts doesn't, my opinion doesn't change over the years. Right. I either look at you and it's knee jerk yes or knee jerk no. It, 15 years from now, when you come up with a different analytic that shows that you're one of the best players of your era, doesn't change my mind on whether you're a Hall of Famer or not. You either are or you aren't. Like, immediately. Like, you say the name, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, Clay Thompson, Hall of Famer. Steph Curry, Hall of Famer. Then you name some borderline guy and you think about it, and then 15 years later, something comes up where you're like, oh, he was pretty good. I don't understand how guys get better over the years and now all of a sudden they're Hall of Famers when they weren't initially. That part that part always blows me away. I don't right. get it. Yeah. But do you think – I mean, look, I'm not going to go crazy over the Wizards again before it matters. They won 11-14. They've won six in a row on the road, the Warriors, that is. They are playing better basketball. Now, can you start to be some good teams here? Look, if a team is shorthanded, you don't apologize for it. You stack the win. It is what it is. At at this time, beggars can't be choosers. You got to just go out there and win basketball games. But it can get hot here. And with Chris Paul back in the fold, in the playoff series when the game does slow down, Chris Paul's going to get you in a position to get quality shots. And the difference, you know, the difference between Jordan Poole and Chris Paul. You saw it on this, and I love Jordan Poole. I, I'm a big Jordan Poole fan, and I feel actually bad for him. Last night was atrocious. It was hard to like, watch. Like I he, felt bad for him too, man. He's going to feel bad for himself when he watches the film from last night. The film don't lie. And there was three straight possessions in that third quarter where he airballs a three. He doesn't get a shot up. The ball slips out of his hand. He gets a shot blocked by GP2. I mean, he was just – it was three possessions where he literally gift-wrapped the Warriors eight points. It's like, here you go. And all of a sudden, the Wizards going, and the Warriors going that run. He turns the ball over six times. He had more turnovers last night, FP, than field goals made. And then defensively, remember that Draymond Green is one of the last sequences of the game where Draymond Green throws a bounce pass from half court that get a layup. And Jordan pulls right in front of him. And he, like, jumps into the passing lane, but his hands stay on his side. Like, he, does, he like, jumps away. It was just so awkward where he jumps away from the pass. It's like, if you had your hands up, Maybe you get a deflection. Defensively, he stands straight up, FP. How are you going to play defense when you're standing straight up? He loses his, his uh, when he's defending the guy, he loses his guy all the time, whether it's box outs or running off the of screens. That difference between Chris Paul and Jordan Poole, even at the age of 39, you see Chris Paul get the team in the right set. He organize, organizes the team. He doesn't turn it over. Where Jordan Poole is just helter-skelter, and I don't know how much the punch had to do with it, but right now, that guy is not a $32 million a year player. Chris and, Paul's solid. He's and Chris Paul's solid. solid. And you see why Mike Dunleavy, he deserves some credit for making that move. You know what? We need, a, we need a point guard here. We need a professional in here to get the second unit rolling. And now Chris Paul alongside Clay Thompson, TJD, and at times J.K. is going to be deadly for opponents. But the difference is right there, FP, right in front of your eyes. There's no like feeling sorry for guys at the highest level because they're professional athletes. They're making right. a lot of money. But I felt bad for Jordan Poole last night. He looked defeated to me. Just like his body language yep. looked defeated to me. I, and, and when you put yourself in his shoes, you think about it. Like, you come out of University of Michigan, you're back and forth, your rookie season, all of a sudden you start to, to blossom and flourish. You're talking about him as a perennial all-star, the replacement of Steph Curry. He's making 40-footers left and right. Mm-hmm. He leads them to a championship. Then you get the contract. So you go from all of that 
to a championship, a ring, and a contract, and then you have a horrible season. Right. And everybody's, what happened to Jordan Poole? And they get traded to the worst team in the NBA, or one of the worst teams in the NBA. Mm. He's he, He's gone through a lot. Like, if, if we're going from the human sports psychology standpoint about this, he's gone through a lot. He's went mm-hmm. to the top of the mountain to now to the bottom. And there's two ways you can go with this. It, it takes a lot of mental toughness to pick yourself up off the mat right. and go like, look, I'm still in the NBA, still got an opportunity. Right. But then... You looked at his body language last night. You looked at his his facial expressions. He just looked defeated. He did. He looked defeated. He, got, he even picked up a tactical. I did no he's, doubt carry. I mean, he's just he looks different to me. Played goofy it, last. He was goofy last night. Well, just, it, it was like what we have happened to this guy. We haven't been fine focused on the Wizards for obvious reasons. Right. Like, why would you? Why would you? Why would you? Other than Jordan Poole. So, uh, in, in that regard, like yeah, he, he's been through a lot. And the punch. The punch. And and I just and I, I said this yesterday and, and it might have been misunderstood. If that punch derails his career, then you have to maybe question the mental toughness of somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's that's I hope that didn't have anything to do with it. I hope that he can turn his career around because it was sad. it was tough to watch. I felt bad for him last night. I usually don't have the pity pot or empathy for players because hey, it's big boy sports. Pull up your pants. You're making thirty right. million a year. Figure it out. But last night watching him because he helped us win a championship as Warrior fans. You t- there had to be some sort of empathy there last night watching Absolutely. this guy. Like the Warrior fans that, still love Paul. That, that was they, hard to watch. There, there was Warrior fans getting autographs for Paul. They still love him. But it was it was that was bad. Bad. He he. That organization may not be the best for him. The structure around him. He needs some veteran help. It's. It's going to be a long off season for JP, no doubt about that. All right, but based off what we've seen so far, folks, 888-957-9570. Based off of what we've seen so far, after where the Warriors were just over a month ago, remember just over a month ago, they were 19-24, to 24, five games under 500. Did moving Clay to the bench save this season? Save it how? Save, save, it, save, it how? save it how? Save the season in terms of not being a playing team or not being a playoff team, not being over 500. Did it save the season? Because now, remember the conversation we're having on Friday and the conversation we're having on Monday. You know, do you fear anybody in the Western Conference? Can they make a deep run? Well, I don't think anybody thought it was possible with Clay to start lineup at this point. It was just, it, and it's not Clay's fault. I'm not singling him out, but it just wasn't working. But moving him to the bench, now you get more shots from JK in the starting lineup. Now you get Draymond Green roaming around. You get Wiggins, who's a lot more comfortable. Pods is another ball handler that you have at that starting unit. Did moving Clay t- to the bench save this season? Did it? Well, you can make an argument that Kaminga's development mm. and, and him being a starter and Pajemski's development and him mm. becoming a starter could save the season because that was the impetus and the onus for moving Clay to the bench. You could argue that Clay's mindset and perspective and attitude and humility to be able to go to the bench right. and be okay with that. Maybe not initially, but right now he's really wrapping his head around it. So yeah, I think all these things are... And, and it's taken Steve Kerr to find the, the cheat codes. It's taken him this long to figure that out because it's been a lot of things. It's been suspensions and injuries and, oh my God, what do we do right, right now? For him to find the right combination. right? And you feel like they have... I don't... Hell, I don't even know if it's still the right combination. I don't even think Steve knows what the right combination is right now. Right. And I feel like it's on a nightly basis on who the final five are going to be based on their performance throughout the game. 
Your minutes are determined by your performance on that. There's a couple guys that are immune to it. They're free, right? Right. Steph Curry's always going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think that's a great point. Yeah. I don't know if it, it saved the season, but they're playing a lot better. 888-957-9570. After where the Warriors were just over a month ago, they moved the clay to the bid, saved the season. Now, Travis Irby on YouTube. What up, Travis? He believes, and there's validity to this, that the young guys have saved the season. Kaminga starting and ascending. Pajipski ascending. They saved the season. I could subscribe I could subscribe to that. Kaminga coming on in his third year, having that third year leap, has a lot to do with where the Warriors are at. All of a sudden you got a player there. We were talking about maybe trading the guy. Boy. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's a player. He drops it 21, 6, and 5 last night, 10 to 13 from the floor. It doesn't take a three. Sand. That that's that's huge. Let's go to Daker in the city. Daker, what's happening? Ah, uh, what's up, morning, gentlemen? Um I mean I I love what Clay's doing. I, I love how he's kind of accepting this. I said it before, I kinda of likened it to uh Robert Horry. You know, you just gotta fill your role. It's about matchups. And like F P said, you know, your play determines your minutes. Uh, even finishing games, you're not going to just throw out the guys you want out there because that sounds right. You need to neutralize what you have to neutralize and create the dynamic you need to finish. Um, I just think when it comes to that second unit, it's deadly. And like we all know, Steph Curry on any team, they have a puncher's chance, right? Uh, And bottom line is if we can get that right combination of veteranship and youth where we pretty much have like two different starting units and I love it. Um, props to clay. I hope, I hope he really, really takes this in stride. And yeah, man, I, I don't know if it saved anything, but I think we have found maybe the next stage and I hope it grows. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good call. The, the next stage, the next chapter of Clay Thompson's career. The next stage. Off to a good start. The next cha- Are you reading the YouTube chat right now? What did they say? There's a lot of, like, Jordan Poole had that great year, let him do a championship. And is that Brock Purdy? <laughs> is is, well, Brock, Pur- is but, Brock Purdy going to be like Jordan Poole and fall off? <laughs> boy. Well, 
I, I, I'd this. be lying if the hey. thought didn't cross my mind once or twice. I'm let, still on the Brock Purdy bandwagon. Well, let me tell you I'm this, not FP. that much of a front runner, but that thought well, has well, crossed my mind, not, dude. It's not I'm about not, being a front runner, FP. It's I, about knowing Kyle Shanahan and who he is. <laughs> and if you don't believe that if Brock Purdy regresses at some point this season with a contract on the line, we're oh, talking about contract I years. Think about that. Shanahan will pivot in a heartbeat. I Possibly. Even, anyway. You don't think Kyle Shanahan's thinking about Kirk Cousins right now? You'd be a fool to think not. Uh, I'm not believing Shanahan. Kirk what? Cousins. Dude, Kyle Shanahan, when it comes to quarterbacks, I don't trust him. He I, will move off you in a, in a heartbeat. I don't. I'm not a Kirk Cousins guy. Oh, I, I watched either. that Netflix quarterback show, and he's he's a golly jeepers, that hey. dang it guy. FP, <laughs> FP, me and you are in lockstep here. You like that? You I, like you know, that? I, I was in Maui watching that. Right, I'm, I'm at poolside Maui. Ah, like, oh, he's yeah. such a nice. Yeah. He's a great dad and a great husband. Like, like God at, bless look him. Look at I like this, FP, and I'm, I'm gonna tell all our audience out there. Look at man. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. Staying at the Grand Wallalea in uh, Maui was next level. Now, it cost me a pretty penny. I need a basketball season to hurry up and get here to, <laughs> to make up for that trip. But I was at the Grand Wallalea watching the quarterback doc poolside. And when I'm looking at the internet and I'm hearing Kyle Brand on Good Morning America said, Kirk Cousins stole our hearts in America with the quarterback doc. And I'm like, the biggest takeaway was Patrick Mahomes is a badass. Yes. That's the biggest takeaway. Dude. He's great. And he, these other guys are just guys. He's a fierce like, competitor. Like, here's how I looked at the quarterback doc. Mar- Mariota stocked down. You quit on your team. You got surgery when you got bitch and you moved to Las Vegas. There was that some, was weak. Something missing there from a leadership that, quality. Yeah, that with was him. weak. It that was, was like, weak. Whoa. Yeah, that was weak. Whoa. Uh, and I like Mariota, but that was weak. I'm not, I, Kirk I, Cousins, yeah. I get away from the game on a Tuesday. Mike Florio on Pro Football Talking Militia said, dude, really? You take a Tuesday off in the NFL season? Yeah, you don't want to be great. The great ones don't do that. They don't. The biggest takeaway was Patrick Mahomes is badass. Next thing you know, Patrick Mahomes beats the Niners in the Super Bowl once again. But if you don't think if Purdy struggles, that I, Kurt, that Kyle Shanahan will have wandering eyes, you got to be a fool to think that Brock, like Brock Purdy, you can think that Brock Purdy's a franchise quarterback. You better prove it next year, Brock. And I like Brock. I do. I'm happy with Brock Purdy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Brock's one of those guys going to have to prove it his whole career every game. He, he doesn't, Especially he, under Kyle Shanahan. He doesn't have the luxury of taking a deep breath ever. Even if he gets the contract, he's still always going to have the Mr. Irrelevant tag to him. I, I don't want to speak this into existence. I'm sorry I threw the show in this direction, but I was just reading the chat line on YouTube. and I, I, Yeah, Brock Purdy is not going to be Jordan Poole. I don't think he'll be Jordan Poole. I hope Jordan Poole figures it out. Yeah, I do too. He's got a long way to go, but he's got to go to a winning team. I feel he, like. Yeah, he, yeah, he he but, does. Yeah, but so. boy, if you don't think Brock Purdy, if he regresses this upcoming season, I, I'm telling you this. This is what tipped me off. Voice of the Forty ers who we all know, Voice of the Niners. Yeah. Said. You know, I was listening to you know, obviously we're going back and forth and listening to the game on the radio, driving to Levi Stadium, and you know, the thought went through his mind that maybe they should have bitched Brock during the Green Bay game. He said he had that thought that maybe you go to Darnold because Brock was struggling that bad against Green Bay. That was the voice of the Niners. I I don't think you know he's affiliated with the team and all that and. Wait a minute, you had a thought about bitching Brock during the Green Bay game because that's how bad Brock was playing. That's how poorly he was playing. That he was talking about Sam Darn. I was like, wait a minute. So if that that's not coming from anywhere, in my opinion. It's not coming from anywhere. It just doesn't just get floated out there. 
I think Brock's going to have to ball out next year to get that money. They can say all the things they want to say about Brock Purdy. He regresses at 80 point next season, FP. We're going to be having a different conversation around these so what you're I'm optimistic, Bonte. What you're alluding to is that that thought just didn't pop into the broadcaster's head, Mm-mm. that maybe he heard something, that maybe the Niners were thinking about doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing for your 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 life in the Super Bowl in the playoffs. They, you know the old cliche: there is no tomorrow if you if you don't figure it out. I, I don't know that that just, crossed my mind. No, it, it's crossed my mind because I've seen this movie with Kyle Shanahan. I've seen it. I mean, this guy. He, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't think we're there yet. Now pull it for Brock. I don't think the Super Bowl was Brock's fault, but there were times during that Super Bowl. I go, boy, Patrick Mahomes, that's greatness. And then Brock Purdy, Kansas City was daring him to throw the ball deep. And dared the 49ers to stretch the field deep. And they couldn't do it. They didn't do it against really Detroit. Like, Brandon, you caught the ladybug catch, but, you know, that should have been picked. Let's be real. Brock Purdy should have thrown a pick six against Darnell Savage. That's Now he gets credit for coming back in those games. That's what's great. Jimmy G doesn't do that. Brock Purdy did, so he gets credit for that. But in the Super Bowl, watching how the Chiefs defended Brock Purdy <sighs> concerned me. Concerned me. No, and you can't compare Brock to Patrick Mahomes or anybody, do that. anybody to Patrick Mahomes for that matter. But getting back to that point about Cousins, like there, there's that certain it factor that you see in a champion. You saw with Tom Brady in this documentary right now, Dynasty, and just how competitive he is and how he motivated everyone around him to be better and how he, he elevated everybody else's play. And that's Mahomes, dude. When you saw them behind this, he, he did, I, I always liked him. My dad can't stand him. My dad's a football coach. Oh, I'm a he thinks he's cocky. Oh, I'm, a fan. I'm, I'm a like, fan. no, dude, you got to watch, watch this show. And it did a whole new respect for FP, that guy. Like, the, regular season game, the, reg, the regular season game last season yeah. at Levi Stadium, yeah. and we're going to see Mahomes come to town next season again. God bless our souls. Kansas City's coming back to Levi Stadium. Oh. I'm already getting. Oh, I'm already getting migraine thinking about it. It's one of the five best performances I've ever seen from a quarterback. But, I believe I said it. But, he threw for over 422 yards and five touchdowns. When he was beat. mic'd up on that show, who's, who's the, the defensive end for the Raiders? I'm drawing. A oh, blank. Max Crosby. Max Crosby was talking smack to him, and he was talking back. He's like, "Oh, you woke me up. You shouldn't have woke me. You woke us up. You shouldn't have woke me up." I mean, he's just uh, yeah. Everything about him. Brock Purdy has swagger, he has confidence, but I don't know if he has that level. And maybe that comes with experience because he's only like 24 years old. This is only his first year as a starter. Hopefully he gets better and better and better. And this thought that the chat line and myself is having in in stream of conscious radio right now. It's it's having perspective. I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to go out here and say Brock Purdy's the quarterback for now. Let's see if he's the franchise quarterback. What I watched in the Super Bowl wasn't a franchise quarterback level. It wasn't franchise quarterback type of play. Well, if it was from Patrick Mahomes. If you're John Lynch, do you lock him up? Because I lock up Brandon Ayuk. You don't have to do anything with Brock right now. I lock up. There's guys that do I do. You kn- lock up Brock. I know for sure. Do I'm you lock, lock up Brock? Are right you for now? sure you lock up Brock? No. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta see one more year. And and then and then. And there's nothing wrong with that. Is that okay? There is nothing wrong with that. I got to see. It's better that you said it than me because if I said it, I'm the hater and I'm a Trey Lance fan. No, I love Brock Purdy. See, I like Brock Purdy. His story story resonates with me, but the story is still incomplete. Hey, we got Warriors for the next hour, but I cannot wait to get back to the 49ers because I want to revisit this. Let's go to the lines because you said so, OFP. Well, just before we move on, I'll I'll just throw my little nugget there. I I would probably give Brock a deal now. 
Yeah, I'm not just, doing just that. Just to add to that discourse. I'm not doing that. BPA, Brian Apollo Alto, one of my faves. What's up, BPA? Hi, how are you? I'm doing all um, right. So, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> um, you know, obviously neither of you, you know, like anyone that knows football at a pretty advanced level knows in the Super Bowl that Brock Purdy was pressured like 27 times in the game, right? Like, so he didn't really have a lot of time to throw the ball. Um, and so... He did know, Mahomes. That, he was pressured that, the whole game, too. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the fourth quarter in overtime, Mahomes had all day to throw the ball. Well, that's because No one of, was with, within well, a country mile of him well, in the fourth quarter in overtime. Well, you know why BPA? It was low you know, management for He was on You know why BPA? <laughs> it was those three and outs stacking up in the third quarter that kept the defense on the damn field and tied their asses out. How about to get a first down in so, the third quarter? If you want to know who called who called Brockford as quarterback, John Lynch did yesterday. Said he's a franchise quarterback and that Brock is brings a level of sort of settledness to the organization at the quarterback position they've never had in the Shanahan era and Lynch era. Did did and John so Lynch ever is, say that about Jimmy Garoppolo? No, no. Oh, yes, he did. No. Oh, pull up. Look, no, look up some quotes. Look up some quotes. We feel really so good guys, about Jimmy. Made him the highest paid quarterback. Look, We've heard this before. The question, Brock. Okay, let's Trey talk Lance, about you said it about Trey Lance. We tried to Trey Lance to be the franchise guy. We've heard this before. Okay. We can't believe this podium game. Come on, BPA. You're smarter than that. Nobody ever, nobody, nobody ever said Trey was a franchise quarterback. They said Trey's the starting quarterback. They didn't have to and say And they tried he was. to make him the starting quarterback, which obviously you were a huge fan of, Bonte. Bonte and he wasn't no good. Well, I, 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 don't, <laughs> right, I don't think that's day, fair. Yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> See, I stuck a stick in the hornet. Oh, no, Look I love you. BPA. You're He'll all riled back. up. Oh, no, I'm not. This is Everyone's great. riled up. Because they said this. They didn't have to say Trey Lance is a franchise guy. They traded heaven and earth to go get Trey Lance to make him the franchise guy. They didn't have to say it. Said about Jimmy, go look up some Jimmy Garoppolo franchise quotes from John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Made him the highest paid quarterback at one time. TC Sacramento. Uh, here, let me try to get this one, Lubbock. I know you're running around. You're by yourself back there. There you go. TC Sacramento. What's happening, TC? What's up with my bro? Man, what's up with my bro? Can you hear me? I got you, TC. You got you got FP. Say what's up to FP. Man, SP, what's up, man? TC. Hey, hey, TC, Sacramento's old FP. Initials in the house, baby. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's check it out. Bronte, you on fire. Hey, I disagree with BPA. Man, if y'all don't knock it off a Niner fan, bro, we die hard. If y'all, and listen, I'm overbelieving Kyle and John, man. Check it out. Listen, Kyle, if, do we want to still keep believing this dude? He keep coming out with these questions talking about Brock ain't the guy. I don't even believe John Lynch when he got up on the podium talking about Brock is our guy, bro. I don't believe neither one of these dudes, bro. Y'all better not miss on this rap, bro, and get it together. Seriously, man, I'm not believing none of that, dog. Seriously. I don't believe you, TC. He's fired up, man. You started something, FP. I love it. The chat started something. I can stir the pot, bro. <laughs> no, no, we all That well, used to be my job in the see, locker room, bro. See, <laughs> I can stir the pot. Let me tell you something. It's I radio before we get to the uh injury report. Shask and I are very, very petrified of critiquing Brock Purdy. Why? You get labeled as a hater. You hear it all the time because you say one thing about him. And I just got I I got petrified of saying anything bad about Brock Purdy, anything close to it. Hey, what about the Devo? Oh, because of what? Because I, because of just Joe, people, Joe just, would get back. People just mad? started. They just we started comparing him to Joe Montana right away. 
right away. It's like, do you realize how good Joe Montana was? Everything Brock did just passes all Joe Montana, Joe Montana. Like, just let Brock be Brock. We're literally comparing Brock Purdy to one of the greatest quarterback, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback of all time. Same. So, like, what are we doing here? Let Brock be Brock. Let him grow. He's a good quarterback. But what I saw in the Super Bowl, boy, they didn't have answers. Sure, he was blitzed. We knew the blitz was coming. How about pre-snap reads? How about processing? There's a lot of people out there saying that Brock Purdy, one of the best qualities he had was processing pre-snap before the play. Well, Kansas City was showing blitzes off left and right. They weren't processing very well. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I think we have a franchise quarterback, but what if he regresses? What if he regresses? I I, I don't think he's going to regress, but I think he needs to improve. And he only had one season as a starter. Where does he need to improve? His arm strength was, I don't don't know if it's ever going to be what it was or it it ever was a cannon to begin with. And I said when the surgery happened that if he lost a couple of miles an hour on his fastball, it would be a concern. There was times this year when he wasn't spinning it and was letting it rip, and there was times when he was. Uh, I I think what you see with Brock Purdy is what you get. I think with experience and reps that the things will slow down even more for him. But there looks like at times it speeds up for him, and that's like the caller said. He had a legit point, dude. He was under a lot of pressure in the Super Bowl, but like there's ways to avoid the pressure. I I think he's best when he's on the run. He keeps his eyes downfield. He's super accurate on the run. He makes good decisions. Uh, I don't know. There's there's something. There's an intangible with Brock Purdy that makes him so great, and there's also an intangible that I can't put a finger on right now that makes you kind of think. Is he the guy forever? Well, it's it's pretty funny, man, because you know I'm looking at Jason Mishler on YouTube and BPA just called us in. Brock Purdy was blitzed every other play. Oh my God, he was blitzed every other play. Who's the best quarterback against a blitz this season? What did Brock Purdy? Did Brock Purdy shred the blitz? Wasn't it like a no no two blitz Brock Purdy? Kansas City did it anyway, so I don't want to hear anything. But oh, he was blitzed 21 times. Brock Purdy destroyed the blitz this season. We wanted Kansas City to blitz Brock Purdy. You sound like you you don't think he's the guy, period. I'm not sure if he's the guy. What I saw in the Super Bowl, I don't know if he's the guy. I don't. They dared him to throw the ball over the top. Didn't get done. Anyway, we can have that conversation in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll get back to it. We'll get uh, Q, Bruce Frazier on at 8 o'clock, top of the hour. Get back into the Warriors. Anthony Slater, 8.30. But boy, we got combine talk. We got quarterbacks talking early February. And FP, you said some things that stirred the pot. I'm riding with you, baby. I'm riding with you. No on Kirk Cousins. Brock Purdy, do we know? It's okay if we don't know if he's a franchise guy. He's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's a franchise guy, however. Wow, that guy looks good on TV. By the way, injury report coming up. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. I'm seeing this. Aztec Pride. Hey, Vontae, you sure you're not a Raiders fan? No, I have season tickets with the 49ers. I wear 49ers gear all the time. You've never seen me in silver or black. I'll never root for the shield. Stop it. Stop it. We can't criticize our own. So sports is all about. I'm not going to cheerlead up here and say everything is fine and dandy. Hey, we got a quarterback. Let's give Brock Purdy $200 million. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Tristan Beck, sit back to San Francisco. In case you don't know who Tristan Beck is, he's a pitcher for the Giants. Discomfort in his throwing head. 
delayed his spring debut. Manager Bob Melvin revealed to reporters that this was an issue that had been bothering Beck for a while before the team made the decision to send him back to San Francisco with fellow starting pitcher Keaton Wynn already sidelined with elbow soreness. Giants already thin pitching depth is being tested early on in spring training. Yeah, I talked to Tristan. He's a, he came home and uh, there's something funky going on with his 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 right hand. Oh wow! Yeah, so funky. hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's okay. Something weird's going on with his right hand, Lord and they want to find out what it is. Lord knows the Giants need starting pitching. Can they need starting pitching depth? Cannot have two guys and a bunch of openers. That won't fly this season. Uh, didn't fly last season. The injury report brought to you by Boxer Girls in Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up with a game brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Cute live from New York. It's just a head coach of the Coast State Warriors. To talk about the dubs and how well they're playing recently. 11 in the last 14, six in a row in a row. We'll talk to Q, take your calls, then Slater, take more calls, get the brag grab. We've got a lot going on in the rust here on the Warriors Wednesday. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.